Welcome to the Clinicians in Conversation podcast series, part of the NIHR, the National Institute for Health Research podcast programme. To find out more about how the NIHR supports research, please visit the NIHR website. I'm joined today by Emma Lowe, who is the Research Policy Senior Manager for Industry Relations and Growth at the UK Department of Health and Social Care. Emma works within the Science, Research and Evidence Directorate at the Department, leading on research policy for industry relations and growth. Her role includes supporting the implementation of the Life Sciences Industrial Strategy, enhancing the NIHR's offer for industry, and other areas of policy which contribute to making the UK the destination of choice for life sciences research. Emma has an MSc in People and Organisational Development, has held a variety of roles within the NHS and previously led the design and delivery of learning and workforce development programmes in the NIHR Clinical Research Network, including the NIHR's Good Clinical Practice Programme. Emma, thank you very much for speaking with me today. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. From my introduction, I mean, it's clear to everyone that you have a very broad portfolio of work, but it's one particular aspect of your role that I'd like to focus on, specifically what has been come to become known as complex, innovative clinical trials, especially their design and delivery, which I know you're actively involved in. And really before going any further, I think we need to define perhaps what we're talking about here. I mean, it could be argued that all clinical research, by definition, is innovative, so what exactly does the term mean in your context? So with this work, we're focusing on innovation in the way clinical studies and trials are designed and delivered rather than what they are studying. So you can have um, an innovative product, um, for example, such as a, a, a new advanced therapy, for example, um, which is a, a quite new technology, but delivered in a quite standard um, clinical trial design. So that wouldn't be an innovative design. What we're really talking about is, is innovating in the trial itself. Um, so for design, the, the well-established gold standard is randomised controlled trials. So for many research questions, an RCT will, will be the most appropriate way to generate the evidence and we need uh, to continue to do RCTs. So the, this agenda is not about moving away from RCTs. But in some circumstances, an RCT isn't the right approach and this has become a real area of innovation amongst clinical researchers. Um, so one area, one example of, of an innovative design um, is um, complex innovative trial designs, as you mentioned. Um, and these are well used in cancer trials, but are increasingly being seen in other areas. Um, and they assess the safety and toxicity of a medicine, um, sometimes in a biomarker-selected um, group of patients or a specific cohort, and sometimes they test medicines in combination with each other. But instead of taking each question in turn and doing a number of RCTs, they're all addressed under a single protocol. Often they're adapted as the trial progresses to include new cohorts and new medicines. Um, and that's one aspect, so that's the, the delivery, and there are other kinds of innovation. Uh, in, that's the innovation in design, and there are other kinds of innovation in design, but just as important is innovation in delivery. Um, a lot of the innovation is driven by the availability of data and digital tools because this is enabling researchers and delivery teams to streamline the way they do things or completely rethink the way research activities are delivered. So it could range from replacing a paper-based data capture system with an electronic version, or it could go through to electronic consent, 
um, the use of videos for patient information leaflets or doing completely virtual studies because it enables you to actually totally rethink the way you might do something. And while innovative designs sometimes need an innovative delivery mechanism in order to be delivered well, innovative delivery is just as applicable to RCTs, so they're relevant to everybody in clinical research. So from very much from what you've said, it's not really about why we do the research, but very much how we do it. Um, can I just take it a little further and ask you, how did you get involved in this area? In other words, why is the Department of Health and Social Care particularly interested in this area? Sure. So uh, a key focus for my role is the implementation of the Life Sciences Industrial Strategy. Um, and this was published in 2017 and it was led by Professor Sir John Bell in partnership with the Life Sciences Industry. And it very much sets out what the industry needs in order um, for us to deliver on the vision for the UK to be the best place to do life sciences research. Um, and while it focuses on the life sciences aspect and how we enable um, more industry research and, and, and enable the, the sector to thrive, we very much need the whole ecosystem to be functioning well for that to be the case. So it's just as much about how we enable academic and charity researchers in order that we make an environment that really works well for the life sciences industry. And in that strategy, innovative trials is highlighted as a key UK strength, an area that we're already leading on. And it proposed a strategic goal to build on that and grow the proportion of novel and innovative trials conducted in the UK. Um, so that strategy is being implemented through a series of sector deals. And these are agreements, commitments from both industry and the government to address the proposals in the strategy. And, and one area of that has been innovative trials. Um, in my role, I work for obviously the Department of Health, as you've said, but I also work for the Office for Life Sciences and they lead on the implementation um, of the Life Sciences Industrial Strategy. And I lead their work stream on clinical research. So I'm heavily involved in this, both from the Office for Life Sciences and from the Department of Health and Social Care. Um, and from the department, because we fund the NIHR, we also want to ensure that the significant expertise that exists in the NIHR is maximized um, and that we continue to create um, the, the environment and develop the people and systems needed to make innovative trials a success across the system. You alluded there to you know, agreements and, and uh, contracts between industry and the public sector, but can I just ask you perhaps a little bit more about what's actually happening in practice in this area? How, how you and your colleagues at the department are perhaps making a difference in this area? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've been working on this for some time, as you would imagine, for a, a strategy that was developed, uh, that was published in 2017. Um, and one of the things that we did was through, um, there's a joint clinical research working group, which is joint between the industry and government. Um, and one of the things we did through that working group was survey um, the, the people across the clinical research ecosystem to ask them what kind of clinical uh, trials they're running, what innovations they're delivering or seeing in practice and what they would like to do that maybe they're not sure how to get done. Um, and we had a, a fantastic response to that and it really demonstrated there was a huge <laughs> amount of there was a huge amount of activity already going on across the system. Um, but